What's going on, everyone? It's Buddy McGee here with Buds and Sports. It's another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks for Week 12. Uh, going back from last week, I've been in a rough patch with picks lately. Um, not the best. Um, a little, little risky picks I know I've been doing, but I mean... Uh, when you're going to the mid later of the seasons, you do see some weird upsets happen, and I know some of them I was leaning on, but didn't help me out this last week. Last week's record for um, just straight picking seven and eight with the spread five and ten. That's not good, and seven and eight again for over and unders. So let's see if I could turn this around and have a great week 12 um this week before we start we only got two teams on buys and that is the chiefs and cards i think we only got two more weeks of um buys for teams so um yeah stay tuned for that now let's start with the picks and we are starting with three games on thanksgiving first one at 9 30 a.m we got the Bears and the Lions. Um, Bears put up a good fight against the Ravens uh, last week. There was no Lamar Jackson, though, so that might have been the reason why Bears were in the mix. But Justin Fields did get injured in that game. So uh, we'll see how he, if he's able to suit up in this game. I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but Andy Dalton came in in relief and was able to throw two touchdowns um, last week. I think it was two touchdowns, but um, they still ended up losing against the Ravens. Um, Bears not doing too hot this season. Lost Camille Mack on defense, so they're struggling. But a team that's been struggling a little bit more are the Lions, still searching for that first win. Um, they had an opportunity to steal a win from the Browns in a rainy one and couldn't get it done. So I think, you know, they're going to be getting I don't think they're going to go winless this whole season. I don't think so. So I think from here, <laughs> I think from here on out, I'm going to be a Lions um, fan for a while just to get them that first win. Because I don't see it. I just don't see it. They play hard. They just don't have the right personnel on the field or things are not coming together. I don't know. But I think Lions win this one at home. Um, yeah. I mean, this is probably going to be the ugliest game of the slate. So, we'll see. I think I got Lions. If they lean more towards the running back, running backs mainly uh, to Andre Swift, Lions should be able to put up some some points on the board, but um, Lions defense needs to get the job done and secure a win for them. And I think it's this week. Over or under, though, I got them going under 41.5 points. So Lions winning their first game. Next, we got the Raiders and the Cowboys. Um, Raiders um, just lost last week against, um, who did they play last week? Uh, da, 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 let me check real quick. The Bengals, yeah, the Bengals. Bengals had a bounce back game, and um, just the lack of offense now from the the Raiders. It seems like the the offense 
the offensive field is definitely uh, slimming down where they can't go as deep as they usually do. Um, as for the defense, uh, it's usually hit and miss. So one game they'll play really great. Another game they'll just, you know, allow points on the board. So Raiders um, still dealing with that, that dark cloud over them. Uh, and I don't think they're going to shake it off anytime soon. Um, as for the Cowboys, um, they're they're up and down right now. They're in the up and, up and down path. They play great, lose, great, lose. So does this continue? I don't think so. Um, definitely thinking a bounce back game from um, the Chiefs game because they couldn't get anything done in that Chiefs game. So I expect them going in this small week of practice on um, working out the kinks, making sure that the offense is able to execute whatever they need to get done because yeah that offense was sluggish and we only we're only we're only able to put up nine points sorry about that ladies and gentlemen but nine points and no touchdowns is not acceptable i think we're gonna get um at least 30 points from the cowboys um this game so that's what i'm thinking we're at home should play to our favorites Thanksgiving. Looking like a big Cowboys dub to me. I got Cowboys on the spread. Spread to seven and a half points. They're covering that. And I think this game goes over 51 and a half points. Cowboys win. Uh, the last Thanksgiving games, we got the Bills and the Saints. Saints are trading down. Bills have been kind of rocky lately. Um... So I expect the Bills to um, definitely bounce back from last week's loss against the Colts where they got um, destroyed on all aspects of the field, basically. Um, this is not good um, position for the Bills to be in at the moment. Um, Pats basically retook first place in the AFC East. And, um, yeah. Something like I didn't call them winning the AFC East, but I knew the Pats were going to be in the mix. You can never count out the Pats until both Brady and Belichick are gone from that team. So, I mean, that's what we saw there. They're really consistent football team, and they look like they could beat the Bills right now because of how the Bills lost against the Colts. So, um, Bills need to get back and play dominant football again with especially with that offense that they have there's no excuse why they should be losing games because they're not putting enough enough points on the board so against the Saints team they should do what they need to get done Saints defense is tough but if they're on the field long enough they will crack because right now the Saints really don't have a, a efficient offense right now so um, more opportunities for the Bills to get on the field and try to march it down the field, score. And, yeah, Saints are going to have a tough time producing offense, especially with a, a above-average defense from the Bills. So, I mean, they couldn't stop Jonathan Taylor last week, but they're not playing against Jonathan Taylor this week. So, relief for them. I got Bills winning, covering the six-point spread. And I think it'll be over 45 and a half points. Bills win. On to Sunday's games. We got a divisional matchup. Bengals, Steelers. Um, I got Bengals winning this one. Um, 
I I th- I th- I think they're back. They'll get back on their winning winning ways. They'll be able to put up another thirty point game against the Steelers because I think the Steelers are still dealing with the T.J. Watt lost. I don't know if Michael Fitzpatrick is okay to play. We'll find out towards Saturday, but. Even if Michael Fitzpatrick is playing, I got Bengals winning. It just it just means is it a close game or is it a blowout? I think Bengals blow it out by like fourteen points to be honest. But the spread is four and a half points. I know last week they played against the Chargers and Murray would put up thirty seven points. I don't see the Steelers putting up that that many points again, especially against a more uh, reliable Bengals defense than the Chargers defense. So. Yeah, Bengals going to win this one. They're covering four and a half points. Um, over under, they're going over 45. So, yeah. Up next, we got the Buccaneers and we got the Colts. Colts have a great player in Jonathan Taylor just putting the whole team on his back. Five touchdowns, almost 200 yards in rushing. Stop playing with that boy, you know. Once the Colts give the whole keys to Jonathan Taylor gonna take them to their promised land now i don't know if they're gonna do it every week but i think come to playoffs time you don't want to play against the colts because they they're gonna want you to know that they're running but still get the yards that they want and that's what the colts colts are gonna do especially with that offensive line especially with jonathan taylor it's gonna happen now against these buccaneers buccaneers are interesting right now because you don't know if they're gonna play dominant football or play kind of shaky football in this moment of the season, because later in the season, I think they get their shit together where they play dominant football. But um, much like last year, um, it wasn't until late in the season they started going in their stride. So is this the beginning of it? Um, I, I don't think so. Actually, I think an upset's going to happen. I think Colts are going to bully the Buccaneers because they're going to control the clock and keep Brady off the field as much as possible. So... Um, is it going to be a low scoring game? No, no, not at all. I think, um, there'll be over the, over under 52 and a half points, but, um, less opportunities for Brady to go all out. I feel, um, once Colts, cause Colts have a, a, a good defense, so they can actually make some stops, um, for Brady, you know, so, but I think Colts are going to definitely, um, pound the ball, get the ball in the end zone through a lot of rushing attack. Carson Wentz is basically kind of the Achilles heel from this offense. Carson Wentz in the receiving core because um, if they're not if they're not on point this whole game, Bengals have an advantage to steal it, I feel. Not Bengals, Buccaneers. But if Colts are able to run the ball efficiently, they're going to um, own the clock and They'll put um, Buccaneers in a position that they don't have a rhythm on offense, and I think Brady struggles. So um, I got Colts this game. They'll cover the three-point spread. I mean, they're giving them three points, so of course they're covering the spread if I got them winning. But, um, yeah, they're going over 52.5 points. Colts win. Up next, we got the Panthers and the Dolphins. Um, last week, Cam Newton had his first official start. Um, though he had a, a pretty great performance, they still lost against the um, Washington football team. 
Um, I think that fell more on the defense than the offense. Still giving Cam Newton some time to adjust to this different offense than he was um, last time he was with the, the Panthers. So I'm still giving Cam Newton the benefit of doubt of everything. But the defense kind of failed um, the team because they were able to allow Washington football team to score points, you know. They've been struggling on that end when it comes to the Washington football team, and they're able to do it and pull out a dub. So I think Panthers um, come fired up against this Dolphins team that has been collecting the win streak. Um, Dolphins start off the season very, very bad, and there's questions on do they trust their quarterback in Tua. And now three to four games happen. There's been a... Um, a win streak going on, so I think Tua's playing for his starter career, his starter career, personally. That's what I think because there's just a lot of doubt over him, and it's mainly because of him staying healthy. So when he's playing, he's not as efficient as I want in a quarterback, but if you're if you are looking for a quarterback just to, you know, do do their job and not commit too many turnovers, Tua is that guy. I could see Tua, like, on the Browns instead of um, Baker Mayfield. I think Tua on that, on that end is a better quarterback. But um, to get, like, a star-studded quarterback, he's not that guy. But depends on how you're trying to run the team on offense right now. So, um for the Dolphins, um, they kind of don't have an identity where they where they want to go right now. So that's why they're they're trying to see what they can do um, with quarterback situation. But I think they just need different weapons from um, the receiving end and running back because there's just no confidence on either of those positions. So it's hard for Tua to succeed when there's not too much confidence on that end. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what this Tua saga comes to. Um, as for the defense, they're playing a lot better than how they started. I think they're finally waking up, which is a good thing. A little too late in my opinion, but hey, um, it's better now than later where the season's already done. But against this Panthers team, um, I think the Panthers win this one. Cam gets his first starter win. Um, yeah, I think Panthers start treading up and begin their playoff push for wild card this week against Dolphins. Sorry, Dolphins, you're going to lose your, um, lose the game, break your win streak. So yeah, Car- um, Panthers are going to cover their two point spread. The over under is 42. They will cover that. I got Panthers winning next game. We should have a good game, ladies and gentlemen. Should I mean I don't think Titans are gonna repeat uh the same performance um against the Texans, but I do think the Pats are gonna win. But I just don't think Tannehill is gonna throw four interceptions. Will he throw a lot of interceptions this game? Yeah, I think two or three. <laughs> now that I'm saying it, it, it might be a repeat performance of last week. But I still think Titans will be able to put points on the board. I feel, but. Against this Pats defense, it's going to be a rough one. Um, I don't know if they feel a lot of confidence in the running back position right now, especially with no Derrick Henry. Um, 
Titans defense can only hold for so much before um, these turnovers are going to kill them. If Tannehill keeps on playing the way he's playing in the last game. Uh, it's funny because we were like, hey, Tannehill's finally getting it midseason. He's building a rhythm. Then he has this game against Texans, one of the worst teams in the league right now. So I don't know if it shoots his confidence or um, the Titans as a whole start scrambling. Don't know. But going against the Pats is not a good thing. Pats are definitely trending up. They're clicking. They know their identity now. Mac Jones is just playing efficient um, ball at quarterback. Um, slowly creeping up in the uh, offensive rookie conversations now. Um Nothing spectacular on his end, but he can get the job done. And that's the answer that you want from the pass right now. Um, running back situation, they could go Damian Harrison. They could go Ray um, Stevenson. I think that's what his name is. But there's there's some weapons on that offense that could um, beat you. And against this Titans team, um, this is a bad bounce back game. Bad bounce back game, I feel. Um, I think the Pats do win. They cover their six and a half point spread. Titans go on a two game losing streak. It's going to be a little bit rough for them because Titans are going to say, be like, what are we without Derrick Henry? The questions are going to start buzzing from there. But um, we'll see. I don't think I, Titans can't hit panic button just yet. But. It sucks that they go against the Pats and they go on a two-game losing streak. Um, Pats cover a six-and-a-half-point spread. Over-under is going to be over 44. Pats win. Next game. We got a divisional game with the Eagles and the Giants. Um, Eagles are kind of making themselves known as, hey, we're not just out of the playoff contention just yet. Wild card is still in our eyes. And Jalen Hurts is doing whatever he can to be a playoff contending team. So, yes, the Eagles are back in conversations. And a lot of it does have to do with that running attack and Jalen Hurts. So, um, I expect Eagles and Giants going to be a very um, power running game. Um, I expect Jalen Hurts to run the ball a lot again, um, not make a lot of attempts in the passing, probably around the 20 range again, but we'll see. Um, uh, when it comes to the Giants, just too many injuries everywhere, but the big thing is Daniel Jones is not the quarterback for the Giants from here on out, I feel. They need to move on from Daniel Jones. He makes too many mistakes. He shows flashes, but that's about it. In the whole grand scheme of things, Giants need to look for a new quarterback. It's, he's just not playing acceptable football. He's going to be a great backup because I think he plays good backup ball, meaning when he comes in, he, he could provide a big enough spark to win a game. But once teams have data on him, um, he can't counter that. It's like once they find him out, you know, it's done. It's done. Um, but uh, on Giants' end, um, defense got a few injuries. They play good enough, but um, when that offense is just sluggish, doesn't help. Eagles are going to win this one. They'll cover the three and a half point spread, 
And the over under is going to be 45 and a half points. And they're going over that. I got Eagles. Up next, we got Falcons. We got the Jaguars. Um, honestly, um, I think this is a very uninteresting game because the Falcons, um, Falcons are frustrating. I mean, they lost Cordell Patterson. They've already lost um, Calvin Ridley. But they still can't get nothing done on the offensive side. I, I just feel like... They're done as the old off, um, Falcons we've seen in the past. They need to look for a new identity. Um, this might be the end for Matt Ryan at quarterback for the Falcons. Just because he's over that, you know, he's getting, he's getting up there in age. They might need a new identity at helm. So I don't, I wouldn't be surprised in next year's draft to find someone to relieve Matt Ryan. I don't think Matt Ryan just goes away right after this season but um they're gonna start prepping someone to take over for the falcons i feel so um the years of the high scoring offense from the falcons are done um they can still get points here every now and then might have a shootout once in a while but consistently it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but they're going against the jags so this might help them out a lot um, Jags has been struggling on all aspects of the field. If it's not one thing this week, it's the other thing. So, de- defense, defensively wise, they could get it done. It's just um, when it comes to offense, it's just hard to put anything, string things together. The line needs work. The receiving core needs to have a better identity of what they want to do with all the talent there. So, yeah. Um, I got Falcons winning this one. Um, it's a one-point spread, so Falcons are going to cover it. Um, over-under is going to be 46 points. They'll go over it. Um, on to the next game. We got Jets. We got Texans. Another matchup of two of the lower teams in the league this season. Um, Texans did pull out an upset against Titans. I mean, they didn't have Derrick Henrys, but Titans were able to win without Derrick Henry, so... Um, Tennessee was still in the driver's seat, but Texans just really shut them down. Nothing to it. Terod Taylor was able to run the ball, I think two, two, three touchdowns in. So good for them. They still can't really develop a a pass right now. I I think that's just because their, their line is just that bad on Texans town, but, um, they're going against the Jets. Jets have a pretty decent defense, just the offense is kind of eh. But Joe Flacco was able to um, come in and throw two touchdowns. Good for Joe Flacco. He was able to put up some points. But it wasn't enough to win last week against, um, I forgot who Jets played last week. I forgot. Oh, it was Dolphins. They were able to put up 17 points. But in this game... Um, I don't know what type of game we're going to get. But I got the Texans winning. Um, They should definitely cover the two and a half point spread. Uh, when it comes to the Jets, though, um, how good of a fight are they going to put up? Um, I think it's going to be a close game. 
it's definitely going to be um, within a few points. But um, I got Texans winning. They are covering the four and a half point spread. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I just heard some crazy noise outside. But anywho. Um, yeah, they're covering their four and a half point spread. I mean, two and a half point spread. And they'll be over 44 and a half points. I got Texans winning. Another divisional game. We got Chargers and the Broncos at the afternoon time. Very confusing teams. I don't know how to read either team right now. Just when they have a good streak going on, they break your hearts and you're just like, what's going on? And that's kind of the sum up of this whole division, to be honest, of the AFC West. You don't know what type of team you're going to get. They play really good, play, you know, efficient football, put points on the board. The next week, they just take it up or they just let you down. Chargers almost did that last week against Steelers. They really almost blew the game. They allowed 27 points in the fourth quarter when they should have put that game away a long time ago. They end up winning it. My God, but shit, that was so like, it was very, very frustrating to watch that. As for the Broncos, maybe they needed the bye week because they come out flat one week, they play phenomenal football the next, then come out flat again. Um, I feel like they do have the talent to be a better team than what they are right now. The record, I feel like the record should at least be like six and four, or seven and three, just because of the pon- the opponents they played. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like I have more hope in the Broncos than the Chargers right now because Chargers does more Charger things. But um, in this game with Broncos at home, I got Broncos winning it. Um, two and a half points is the spread that they're gonna that they're giving to the Broncos, and the over under is forty eight points. I got them going over. I don't know how this game's gonna play because I could tell you about all the players, yada yada yada, but I just don't know how this game's gonna play. I I feel like the Broncos are gonna win though, and it's gonna be a somewhat high scoring game. Um, up next we got the Rams and the Packers. Um, definitely battling for NFC dominance. I mean, they're not, Rams aren't the top team, but they're still in the mix with the eight, seven and three record. Packers got eight and three record, but they did take an L last week against the Vikings. I called that. I felt like the Vikings were just going to pull out an upset and they did. Um, in this game, it's even, even. So we got ourselves a nice little 50, 50 matchup right here. Um, Rams, um, before the bye week, um, took a bad L against the Niners, um, put them on their ass. And um, even with Von Miller, Odell Beckham, they couldn't get it done. I mean, it was like their first games back, like on a new team. So give them a minute. So going against the Packers, um, I think Odell has a really great game. Cooper Cup has a really great game. Um, Matthew Stafford has a really great game. I think, um, turnovers only produce like one interception, I feel, but Packers on the other end, I feel like they're slowly losing players on defense. That's really, um, allowing teams to score on them now, but for the offense, I know they, even though they added a offense, um, offense lineman back from injury, we, they just recently lost one. So 
Um, we'll see how that goes for the Packers, but I think um, Rams will be on the Packers' ass all game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to have a good game this week. I think the Rams come guns blazing. Rams win. There ain't no spread, so um, going in the Rams' favor. Um, over under definitely going over forty seven and a half points. Rams win. Up next, we get the Vikings and the Niners. Niners really running um, on a hot streak right now. They're winning games. That's good. Despite their beat up team, this is what they need. They're at home. Um, they're playing against an, a Vikings team that is just like them record wise, but very high powered offense with um, lack of defense. But um, I think this is more of a real test for the. This is a real test for both teams because Niners, it would show that if they were able to win, that they have a chance in the playoffs that despite their injuries, they could still put together a great team. For the Vikings, um, it's a great test for them to be like, hey, we got something going on offense. We could still make the playoffs based on our offense only. As long as we keep on playing how we're playing, put up points, we could do this. Test for both teams, but I feel like this is a um, this is season defining for both teams because of just what they have to play against from here on out as well. Um, Vikings were able to put away Packers this week. Um, Dalvin Cook had a great game. Kirk Cousins had a great game. Kirk Cousins playing really efficient football this year, um, keeping the turnovers low. Finding Thielen, finding Justin Jefferson, adding some new weapons onto his um, um, arsenal as well. It's working for them um, for Vikings offensively. Defensively, a little bit of more of a struggle. They hope to um, just at least get takeaways to lessen the blow on defense. But um, when it comes to the Niners... Um, they got a lot of weapons. It's just executing, executing, executing on the offensive side. So uh, I like that Brandon Ayuk is finally getting used a little bit more. Great. That's what we That's what we all wanted to see. Debo Samuel's still their number one guy, whether it's running the ball or catching the ball. So we like seeing that. Jimmy G just has to play decent football. Just don't turn the ball over and they'll get a dub. Um, but for this matchup, talking a little bit more this week, um, I got the Niners winning. They're covered the three point spread. I think this game goes over 40, 48 and a half points. Um, up next, we get the Browns and Ravens, another division matchup. I think Lamar plays this week, um, and they should secure the dub. Um, I like Bateman coming in as number two receiver. Uh, Marquise Brown should be back from illness as well. So they have a nice little tandem right there. They got Mark Andrews, great tight end. And I think they just need to rely more on the running more. They got Latavius Murray back. So I think a more balanced attack will happen for the Ravens this week. As for the Browns, um, yeah, they won last week, but it was against the Lions, barely. I think... I think they're um, 
not clicking anymore. And the offense ain't really producing as well, especially when they don't rely on the run when their boys are in. Chubb is definitely the um, the leader of that offense, and hopefully Baker can make his throws. That's how I see it. Chubb has a great game, cool, but if Baker has, to, if they have to rely on Baker making throws, that's where it's yikes town. I got the Ravens winning this one. They're covering the three and a half point spread. I think this game goes over forty five and a half points. Ravens win at home. Um, and for the Monday night game, we got Seahawks. We got the Washington football team. Two teams not in the great greatest right now. Seahawks are three and seven. Washington is four and six. Um, what do I think of this game? Well, there's nothing to really think about. Um, Washington is not a good football team right now. They do chuck up some wins, but just not a good football team. But Seahawks aren't a good football team as well either. Um, they struggle on offense. Their defense ain't the same as it used to be. So we actually might get a good game because of how um, disappointing both teams are. Um, I think just for having Russell Wilson on the team, it gives them the edge, gives Seahawks the win. They'll get they'll get the one point extra because of the spread. They're actually the underdogs in this game, which is crazy to me. But I got Seahawks winning. They'll cover a 46 and a half over and under. And yeah, that will do it for Spuddy's Quick Picks for week 12. You know to always tune in weekly for Buds and Sports. We always got lots of content for you. We are still doing the DraftKings episode despite it being Thanksgiving because we usually gather on, on a Thursday talk our thoughts then drop on friday so don't worry friday you will get our thoughts still for the DraftKings episode so tune in for that make sure to tune in for our basketball content as well we are dropping another episode very very soon so yeah this is buddy mcgee buds and sports and i'm out (laughs) 